Hello and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz podcast, a show for creatives to encourage and inspire through actionable legal, tax, money, and business topics. I'm Braden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator. If you are ready to get your legal and tax shit legit, you are in the right place. But before we fully dive in, here is a quick word from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by my new upcoming totally free live masterclass titled the most common legal and tax mistakes at each stage of business and how you can avoid them. On this masterclass, you'll learn whether it's time for you to go from a sole proprietorship to an LLC or from an LLC to an S Corp, or if you have an S Corp, how you can make sure that you're running it correctly. You will also learn how to get more profitable in a snap and put your taxes on autopilot, as well as how to make sure you're owning the CEO role in your business and managing the growth of your business without the fear that IRS hate mail or nasty lawsuits are gonna come your way. Also, at the end of the class, you'll officially be invited to join the spring 2021 class of Unfuck Your Biz. There will be a special bonus available only to those that attend the masterclass. So if you're curious about the program or know that you need to get a head start on avoiding these legal and tax mistakes we're going to talk about, join us at www.unfuckyourbiz.com where you can register. See you there. Hello and welcome to episode 52 of the Unfuck Your Biz podcast. This is your host, Brayden, and today I am joined by Karen Escobar, who is the owner of Golden Coast Marketing. Karen works primarily with small business owners, uh, course creators, and service-based business owners, and she provides email marketing, funnel strategy, and paid ad services. Hi, Karen. Thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. You got it. How's it going? Good, good. Um, a little bit chillier in LA than I'm used to, but <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm sure it's so brisk. Yeah. <laughs> you like live downtown as well? I work downtown, but I live in the city of Monrovia, which if anyone is familiar with the um, Festival of Roses on New Year's Day in Pasadena, Monrovia is like 10 minutes away. Got it. Okay. I mean, I don't really know where that is, but we'll roll with it. <laughs> I know the Rose Bowl anyway. Okay, so let's just kind of dive in. Can you share a little bit with my audience specifically about when you got started in business, how long you've been operating it and that kind of thing? Yeah, so I started my business in December of 2018. And so it's been a little bit over a year now and it's crazy it's gone by so fast <laughs> and I really feel like the first year in business I was just like trying to figure everything out trying to just you know DIY a lot of things and it's it was definitely great because I feel that I learned a lot but you know as my business grew as I got more clients etc I have been able to kind of implement these systems to help me automate a lot of things and just make life easier. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so December 2018. So you joined uh, UFYB, my signature program, in October of yes. 2019, which was really just a few months ago. So you'd been in business for less than a year when you joined. Yep, yeah. And I, yeah, even though it'd been less than a year, I think as much as I was able to figure out certain things, the legal and tax part of it was just 
it was so overwhelming. I was like, I need some help. I felt like every time I wanted to, every time I had a question, I would Google it. And then I was going down this like Google search rabbit hole and I would just end up with more questions. And it was, it was just insane. <laughs> well, give us, give us an example of something that you Googled. Yeah. So something that it feels really simple, but that I, I just could not figure out was like quarterly taxes. Like I just couldn't figure out, okay, like how can I calculate them? How do I know what to pay? What to pay? Who do I send this to? Like, I, I just felt like as much as I was like going on these websites, like I, like there was no straight answer saying, do this, do this, mail your check here. You're good. We're not going to jail. <laughs> like, so what mostly, were you mostly reading like blog posts? I'm assuming probably from like accounting firms. Yeah, I was reading a lot of blog posts um, and I felt like, you know, every time I would try to go to just like the IRS website, it was a lot of just jargon that I didn't understand. And again, it just made it really complicated. <laughs> and so that was something where, you know, I, I'd been in business for, yeah, 10 months in, before I joined your program and I had not filed any quarterly tax. Like it almost became this thing that I knew in the back of my mind I needed to do and I just avoided. <laughs> yeah, the interesting thing about the IRS website, to me it's actually pretty helpful, but you have to really know what you're looking for. Exactly. And you have to know you have to know the buzzwords in order yep. to search, right? The yep. other thing about doing research through the IRS is that they don't have and like the IRS doesn't have an ideal client. The, I, the IRS does not serve a niche. They serve exactly. everyone. So their information has to be like very broad and blanketed. Um, and that's not always super helpful. So it sounds like you mostly joined for all the tax stuff. All the tax stuff. And then some of just like the upkeep for, you know, my LLC. When I first started my business, I just did it through LegalZoom. But I, I felt like that was something where, you know, I just paid them. I told them I needed an LLC. They sent me some papers and it was like, okay, I have an LLC, but I didn't really understand the process behind that or, you know, what it meant, what, you know, options were as like my business grew. And I didn't want to keep on just paying legal zoom to maybe like upkeep things. And then I, at one point, um, I know we talked about it very early on, I moved and I was like, how do I update my address with like the IRS or like, or and with the, with the state of California? And that was another thing that I could not figure out. That was another Google rabbit hole. But that's done now, right? That's done now. Thanks to you. It was because you did your statement information to update yep. your address with the state of California, $20 <laughs> application fee. Yes, it was so easy, but it, it's really having someone to explain that to you just makes all the difference. Like once you and I went over it, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I stressed out about this. Spent like three hours trying to figure it out on my own. And it was just, it was just so much easier when, once you explained it to me. Yeah. I mean, you just have to know where to go basically. Yeah. Okay. So did you start your LLC before you started monetizing your business? Yes. Okay, yeah. why is that? Why did you decide to do that? I just felt like I wanted, first of all, like this clear separation of like, you know, this is my business, you know, and it's separate from me. I also felt it might make things easier because I am still working full time. And so I kind of wanted to have those clear lines of like income. And lastly, I think just for me from a mental standpoint, filing that LLC 
was for me saying, this is a real business. I'm going all in. I'm going to put in the work and I'm going to build a business. This is not a hobby. This is not something I'm going to do for my friends and family when I have time. Like this is legit, <laughs> you know? And then after I joined your course, I realized all of the legal protections that come with it. So I was even more happy that I had done that right from the beginning. Okay. Love that. So what, can you share anything that you learned like in the program? I'm having a hard time phrasing this question, but you used, le let me just ask you this. You use LegalZoom to form your business. Would you recommend that other people go that route? It no, it was, it was difficult because they give you all of these options. And again, this, I kind of felt like when, when I go to the mechanic, right? And they tell you, oh, your car needs this, this, and this, and you don't really know if you really need it, if it can wait, if you can do it yourself, like that, it was that same type of anxiety. So I, I felt like I paid a lot of money for a service. And I think I opted into things that I didn't need. Well, I know now that I opted into things that I need, didn't need, like them being my registered agent, because they made it sound like you really have to have this. And so now that I know everything that, you know, it takes to form an LLC and why you need certain parts to form that LLC, I would just recommend you can do it yourself. It's not as crazy as they make it seem. And it's not as overwhelming as it seems. Did they do your, do you know if they did your original statement of information for you? Yes, they, okay. they did the original. Because that's kind of, that's kind of the problem, right? This is the dichotomy I always try to explain to people. The forms that you have to do, like when Karen was talking about her address change, it's actually really easy. You just need to know what you need to do. And with the online programs, what I find the problem is, is that there's this, there's like this whole a la carte menu, right? I really liked your mechanic example. Yeah. And they give you like this whole list, but it's like, okay, well, what shit am I going to get like put in prison for, for not doing? And what stuff is like, not only not do I not have to do it, but is like kind of irrelevant, unneeded, and just an unnecessary add-on. And if yeah. you don't know that stuff, then like, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Yeah. No, totally. So I definitely, I feel confident now, like, and even, you know, I'm, I'm a mentor for um, a digital marketing group. And sometimes we have newer business owners who sometimes have questions and I now direct all of them over to your group. I'm like, look, this is what I know, but go to Braden's group, ask him and he will help you. <laughs> Okay. I lo love that. Okay. We're yeah. going to get you set up uh, with an affiliate, with an affiliate setup real soon. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so tell us, um, obviously you already had your LLC when you joined the program. We know you wanted a lot of information on quarterly taxes. What else can you, can you share with the podcast listeners? Any like specific thing that you learned in the program that you like had no idea about before? Um, that whole having meetings, for your LLC, I have no idea. And I know that that was one of my questions. I was like, how often do I need to like meet with myself and take minutes? Okay, <laughs> so now you have your meeting minutes done now though, right? Yes, I, I did the meeting minutes, but like that was something that I had no idea. And it's one of those things that like you said, I was like, wait, I haven't been doing this. Am I going to get in trouble for this? Can I go back and do this? Um, so that was definitely um, a, one that I had like no clue about. Um, okay. I, I also really um, love that even though the students were, you know, from various states, et cetera, there was a lot of good information to just like think about 
Um, I also didn't know that, you know, an S-Corp is like a type of LLC. And so that was something that I, you know, this whole time, everything sounded really daunting. I was like, do I need to go and like, like, what is this S-Corp? And and now, you know, going through your course, it feels, I feel so much more empowered to be like, oh, you know, maybe this is something I want to consider once my business grows to this size. But right. I think for a while, all of these terms just felt, again, really ambiguous, and I wasn't sure what they meant. <laughs> and so now you know the exact form that you need to file, and when you need to file it, once you want to become exactly. an escort, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you remember the form? Do you remember the form number? Not off the top of my head, but I have it in my notes. This was actually a course that I took physical notes for, because I, I was just getting so much information out of it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you've seen the textbook for the new course launch, right? Yes. Yes. So now I have it right here beside me. So now there's like built-in note sections in the lesson. Oh, I love that. You can print the textbook and take the notes. Okay. Super cool. I had something else I was going to ask and now I forgot about it. Oh, okay. I want you to give, I'm putting everyone on the spot. Can you give any listeners uh, like a tip? So let's say they decided, you know what, I'm not ready to join the course yet, but um, you want to give them like one tactical tip that they could take away and do today. What would that be? Join your group. Like hands down, if you you can't join the course, like join your group because it just, there's so many resources. Wait, you mean the Facebook group? Your Facebook group. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's, I guess that's an acceptable tip. (laughs) Join the Facebook group. Okay, fine. Um, so what are your, what are your next steps? Do you think, did you like fully implement all the systems we talked about in the program or do you have any lingering tasks that you need to do? Um, so I'm still working through and finalizing, um, just setting up all of my accounting. So last week I got all of my accounts set up and now I'm in the process of, you know, transferring automatic payments over to my expenses account. Um, kind of just setting up all of the automatic transfers for like payroll, taxes, profit, all of that stuff. But, you know, even that uh, was really appealing to me about for enrolling in the course, because even though I had read the profit first book, again, I had questions and there was no one that I could really ask these questions to. And so I love that during our calls, you know, we could kind of talk about like, well, how many bank accounts do I really need? Like, you know, how are you setting it up? Like, what are your suggestions for this? And I love that it was tailored to the type of business that I have, you know, or, or, you know, if students had other business branches, like, again, it was a very tailored approach and that I love that. And so that's kind of what I'm finalizing now is just setting up all of those automatic deductions. So by quarter two, everything will just kind of be happening automatically, which I love love. it. Yeah, I think in our, in the last, I call you guys cohorts, in our last cohort, we had 18 students, and there were nine wedding industry professionals, so like they were kind of their group, and then we had nine, I never knew what to call, I never knew what to call your group, Karen, I called you guys um, (laughs) other service professionals, because like a few marketing people, a few few coaches, like business coaches, life coaches, but you were all service-based, which is really helpful. Okay, so you figured out your allocations, and since you told us that one of the big things you wanted to crack when you joined was quarterly taxes, what have you determined to be your, what we both know is called your your quarterly tax percentage? Oh, yes. 
Um, so mine, I have it at about 30, but I want to go back and again, just double check it. And because I'm in the alumni group, I'm like, let me go through and just double check it again before I do it for Q1 and ask Brayden about it. But yeah, I calculated it at 30, but I want to go through and do it again because I actually recently went through and cut out a few more expenses. So I may actually have more revenue for profit coming in. More I mean, profit. my profit margin has, has changed. Well, I can already tell you 30 sounds high. So we'll work through it on one of our calls, but I feel like probably 25 will be fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Karen actually joined what she's talking about is after the course, there's an alumni only membership. So Karen will continue getting like support, implementing all this stuff now after the program. All right. Anything else you want to share before we wrap up? Yeah. Um, I think another thing that really helped me too, and that I didn't realize I needed help with or had so many questions about was contracts. You know, I felt like, okay, I have this contract that <laughs> I got from a friend whose husband is a lawyer. So I was like, I think I'm okay. But I like that we went through it because there are things that I see in other contracts and I'm like, do I need this? Do I not need this? So even being able to work through all the different parts of a contract and just making sure that everything that I need is there. I, I think I, you know, was going through and was having clients sign contracts because it was like the thing that you need to do. But I love that I kind of walked away from this realizing that the purpose of a contract is for it to be like enforceable in court, right? And so that kind of gives you this new perspective of like, let me really break this down and see if it's working the way I need it to. Yeah, if a contract's not enforceable, it's certainly not doing you a whole yeah. lot of good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, that's a good tip. What I'm actually doing, Karen, is I decided in the new course launch, um, so for everyone listening, when the doors reopen for the program, the new course is going to come with a full contract template bank. So you all got one template when you joined, but now like you're going to get the whole, like basically everything that I have. I yeah. And you'll get, you'll get those because all alums get access to the new course program. Okay. So um, that just about wraps up this call. I want to remind everyone that I have an upcoming masterclass titled How to Save for Taxes and Manage Cash Flow Without Stress and Overwhelm. So in that masterclass, I'll be walking you through the Worry No More Money Roadmap, which is the process that we go through uh, in the course. This is just one small snippet snippet of the course content. So hop over to bradendrake.com forward slash masterclass to join. There's a few different dates and times to choose from. I also, I've mentioned this in the past episodes, Karen, I don't think I've shared this with you, so you'll get a kick out of it. I also created an email opt-in quiz that's titled, which UFYB alum are you? So Karen, oh. you have one of the results. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, so you can take the quiz and see if you get yourself as one of the quiz results. But the idea of the quiz really is to see um, whose business yours would most likely align with regarding people who've actually gone through the program. And then you can learn based on what they wanted to get out of the program versus what they actually got out of it, whether it would be a good fit for what you need in your business. So hop over to bradendrake.com forward slash quiz to take that. You Then you can... Uh, I'll put all of your guys' Instagram handles in the quiz results so they can tag you if they get you as a result. And then we can yes. share it on social media. 
As always, if you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. And I hope that you will tune in for the next episode. Have a great day. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.